with your size, dude. I don't know, dude. You, why you're huge regardless? Why, you don't need anything no, I mean, like a huger. Uh, you're, you're a monster. Not huge. I mean, like more leaner. I guess. I, I guess I have to leaner, leaner. I have to quit eating steaks and eat more grass. But if you want to be a wolf, you can eat grass. So I don't know. It's like, you know, it's a <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. Us, us Mexicans, I always say that we get the, you ever seen Nacho Libre? You've seen the movie Nacho yeah, Libre. Nacho right? Libre yeah. When we get to, when we're over 50, we start to get that Nacho Libre gut. Libre. And I even started to get it myself. And I had, I had the same thing. I had to start eating more greens. Less less red meat, less junk. I'll have my sweet my sweet tea every once in a while, but I can't even drink a ton of that anymore because I was looking like Nacho Libre, man. Look like Danny Trail, the Danny Trail gut, man. <laughs> That's how us Mexicans looks when we start to turn. So I get that, man. I get it. Get staying lean. Battle Line Podcast episode two hundred. What's going on, Chris? Nothing, man. Um, that little you know what? I always forget that that little window pops in. <laughs> you want to go? Like, you want to go? Like, see son of a bitch, I, can't, I can't see you now because that window says the meeting is being recorded. Like, yeah, obviously. Okay, I got it. So yeah, because anyway, you have that setup where it's where <laughs> yeah. it's in front of you. But Hold um, on. Hold on. and by the way, Hold for on, people man. who aren't on YouTube, I really should tell them that ah, um, head over to our face. head over now, to our YouTube. I want to be able to at, see your uh, see your your beautiful face dude come on <laughs> well man. i was saying to the audience yeah head over to our youtube if you haven't um youtube.com slash at battle line podcast but um yeah, yeah what, what's going on yeah um that thing's just normal school's gonna start i you know for those of us with kids uh we're i'm sure some school probably have already started but ours are starting a week my son's going to college so I had to go drop him off there you know, I, I, my, I, it's always difficult on the moms. I know it's difficult on the fathers, of course, but I, I guess I, I, I had no issue leaving and going to college. I had to drive far away to go to college. So to me, it was somewhat normal, even though it's, it's, it's a little weird not having one of your kids around since he's the first one to go. So uh, yeah, other than that, just uh, getting acclimated to, to being back home for, I got another slow month, which is good. Summer's good to take a break. And then I get real busy again, come October november which is normal and you know doing merchandise and you know the deal coming up here our people are already looking at black friday which is still <laughs> what two yeah, months it's a away. While away yeah but people are you know merchandise you gotta start getting ready for it and we're already starting to get ready for it you know like we always do which is which is great i love it i, I it's so awesome to be this far year this many years down the road and books books still sell i, I my my books still sell very well i should say our books because 13 hours was written by all of us myself jack oz tig boone uh boone and then we had mitchell zukov tremendous again I, I've, we're, by the way we're i've, I've always thought you know i keep a like list of people we have to get on i've always said like mitchell zukov we do need we to get, get mitchell on, on. I'll, I'll get i'll reach we got to reach out to mitchell is just he's the top notch dude and i love him to death and he, our politics you know I, yeah, of course, I lean probably more to the right. Mitchell leans way to the left, but we never gave two shit. He's just a cool dude. And I, 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 and I, and he's just so smart. He wrote some other books that I read, like Lost in Shangri-La, I read when I was in Iraq. So I kind of knew who he was. And when I was told, hey, Mitchell Zukov is going to write your book, uh, to me, it was like, wow, that was, that was like cooler than Pablo Schreiber play. And to me, it was cooler than that. It's like Michael Bay's doing your movie. So I got Mitchell Zukov, right? He helped write her book. That, I think that did help immensely help sell the book, not just because of the story, which obviously helped immensely 13 hours, but Mitchell's involvement, he's 
dude, he's and he's an he's an all star. If you get any, if you get to writers and authors, Mr. Zukov's an all star. Uh, and he's up there, in my opinion, with Brad Thor and Brad Thor and Jack Carr. Even though he writes different genres, yeah, and, uh, yeah. he's still up there with them. And and uh, you know, he was a New York number one New York best selling writer before he even took our book out. So uh, yeah, you know, just getting prepped to get that out there because the books and the Ranger way. And even the Patriots Creed coming out during COVID, now it's starting to pick back up because I wasn't able to promote it as much. They still sell very well, which is, to me, that's a blessing, I, I think. And it's awesome that still people are finding out about what happened in Benghazi and then also, you know, just military stories in general, because I'm sure they all do. I'm sure American Sniper still sells extremely well. Lone Survivor still sells extremely well. You know, Black Hawk Down that's up here, Dale Sizemore's book still sells extremely well, which is still, that's a testament to, to this country honoring, you know, honoring and still loving war stories, which you know, I, can you love a war story because there's a lot of death. Well, yeah, I think it's more of honoring, but still love to read about perseverance and overcoming adversity and just the the testament of the human spirit. So, uh, yeah, bro. I, I, so uh, obviously I'm, we're already getting ready, put a huge order in to our bookstore, our little local bookstore that we still use in Omaha, still support local bookstores, guys support yeah. those little guys. And, um, and so, so yeah, it's like, holy crap. Yep. We got to already get ready for it. So that order went in today and we'll be doing, you know, deals and sales like we always do all the way up through, well, about three weeks out of Christmas so I can get them out to you. So yeah, but I, I we're back on the job, man. It's getting back on the big guy on the work cycle. Nice. Well, um, you know, speaking of supporting uh, small business and that, you know, for you guys who have been with us for 200 episodes, whether you're a subscriber from way back from the first episode with Andre Orlovsky, we're really excited to have back on, <laughs> or you're a new listener, you know, the people who really keep this show going are the people who support our sponsors, you know, our listeners, of course, but especially you guys who have been with us and have supported our sponsors like Ned. And I know Ned has helped many of you tremendously with over 700 five-star customer reviews ned's mellow magnesium is an instant hit nourish your entire body with ned's proprietary super blend with three forms of chelated magnesium gaba l-theanine and over 70 trace minerals it propels memory mood brain function stress response nerve and muscle health and of course sleep about 75 percent of americans are deficient in sleep so this is something you're going to want to take and also magnesium is just so good for you so many people that we see even friends of, of yours don't call them out are are so dependent on the stuff not just not just the prescription stuff but the over-the-counter stuff yeah. that gets habit forming is yeah. really bad for you so i do try to tell people take an alternative to that whether it's ned cbd or ned's mellow magnesium it's not habit forming and it's good for you and you're going to go right out so many people i ask have you tried cbd have you tried uh mellow magnesium and they haven't and I really think you're doing yourself a disservice. So Ned's Mellow Magnesium is now available on Amazon, but you'll get the best deal through us as a first-time customer when you go to helloned.com slash battleline or add the code battleline at checkout. Simply H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash battleline. Helloned.com slash battleline. From Kansas City to New York City, 
From Planet Earth to Extraterrestrial Life in Space, a podcast with no equal, engaged in unconventional warfare through your speakers and headphones. This is a show about embracing the suck, conquering your demons, and finding God in the face of adversity. Chris Tonto Peranto. Switch is on. Motherfucker, I'm going to shoot you in the face. Ian Scotto. You know, Ian and I have been dating for a long time. You are now tuned into the Battle Line Podcast. The Switch is on Battle Line Podcast, episode 200. Um, and man, I think back on all these episodes that we've had, all the great guests, really uh, a blessing to be doing this up to episode 200. And, you know, at times they do say not every episode is going to be a home run, but I think, man, by and large, the recent episodes we've done, I've been really happy with, especially, I really loved those last two with Brad Thorne, with Brandon Webb. And there's something special about getting to do the in-studio stuff, I, I think. Um, it's it's not feasible to do all the time, but when you can, you can't really replicate that in studio feel. And I I really like those two episodes in particular. Listening back, no, uh, they they were I, I think we've we've I say I think who knows, but we've gotten a little bit better. At least I have in 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 trying to be a better interviewer instead of always being the interview. I think I have too, man. I think <laughs> so, I've I think I've gotten better as well. You, I mean, even well, even doing this years and years, you know. You're you're you, I think we get better every time, but you're you're better at it when we started, dude. Yeah, I mean, you you are you you knew what what it took to be an interview interviewer, and I I'll be I'd never had I was always the interviewee, so I. Yeah. Well, you, I remember the one with Dutch Moyer with me and we were talking about Sergeant Major Moyer there with, with, with Delta Dutch and and he's going into something and we're almost there and I cut him off. And I remember Ian called me at the end at, after we were done <laughs> the episode. He's like, dude, he was just going to tell you something about Benghazi and you cut him off and we never got back to it. I'm like, shit, you're right. You're yeah, right. we do have to get him back on yeah. at some point because and and look, it's also just, <laughs> I guess, my personality type. I don't like to bullshit people. And I yeah, did call Chris and I was like, Truthfully, the audience has heard you talk about Benghazi all the time. We've never heard Chris Moyer talk about Benghazi. So to me, I was like, I want to hear this as well, someone who, you know, so. And he had, he has a lot of insight in it because. We'll he have was, him back on. He, you know, he was the Sergeant Major of the unit team that was going to be coming to us. And he knew the guys that threw Ronan Bob off the, so he wasn't going to talk bad. That's not how Dutch is. Dutch, but he was going to give some insight that actually I probably had never heard and I just totally spaced it. I even realized he was doing it because I was so focused on me <laughs> wanting to ask something instead of letting it play out. And I mean, I, after that with Ian, I did. I, I made it a point after that phone call because I remember laughing about it. I was like, yeah, you're right. I fucked up. That was, I'm a jackass. But I was like, man, I got to stop doing that. So every time now for episode on, on out is that I usually will wait. If I want to ask a question, I'll, I'll make myself count to 30 before I ask <laughs> that question to make sure that, 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 that whoever we have on it is getting the, getting their information out because it is, it's, it's a lot of the stuff I want to hear. And I just, I, I it's just, it's, it's, it was a hard barrier to cross for me. I'd be it was, but I, I think I'm getting better at it. Who knows? Oh, well, yeah. You guys, you guys can say if I'm not, or if I am, but, uh, but I, I do think as likes so the episodes have always got better because I think we've got we've done our best to get better. If you're always trying to get better, you're not going to. And I think we are always finding something, whether it's 
Ian mentioning something to me or me mentioning something to Ian, but I think after the, every podcast, both you and I go back and self-reflect and go, okay, what went wrong? What went right? What, or just what felt good. And we try to replicate that. And I would actually say the past few, man, there's uh, truthfully nothing I would change. I I really like the the past few. Well, I liked, and I loved, I loved uh, lead singer from pillar. uh, I did too. I did too. And and truthfully, I wasn't sure how that one would go because I wasn't really familiar, you know, and that happens sometimes. And also there was a scheduling issue. And I remember before yeah. you were like, if he doesn't want to come on, let's just not do it. And it turned out to be, I think, one of the best interviews because, you know what, I think sometimes, especially with his background, being a pastor, being in a Christian rock band, you kind of uh, maybe have the stereotype in your head. All right, this guy's going to be very preachy. And, and it was the complete opposite. Complete I think, opposite of, I think yeah. he, he's a super humble guy. And at the same time, I was like, man, whether you're, a Christian or not, just his views on fatherhood, his views on the music industry, uh, on life in general. I was like, anyone could kind of take something from this because he wasn't doing it in a preachy way. But you were like, this is the guy who's got his head on straight on a lot of different things. Well, I, and he was also a veteran. I didn't know that. That's cool. As hey, yeah. I was, he was an army veteran. I did, I, and I agree. I, I think he comes across the same as uh, I, I feel that I that people, hey, you're going to have to find God on your own path. And the more you throw it in my face, honestly, the more I'm going to pull away. And he he wrote that song about, hey, we're not Christian enough. And yeah, I get that. Crossfire, I remember. Yeah, said. Crossfire. I, I, I get that sometimes too, where I feel like, man, what, why are you judging me? Am I not Christian enough for you? What is there too much? And there, there shouldn't be. It's just how do you interpret religion? And if you want to be a Christian, you've got to find that, that Christianity, that path on your own, just like I did. Uh, when it's forced down my throat, anything is forced down my throat, whether it be the rainbow flag or the or the crucifix flag or anything's thrown in and said, you have to do this because it's always in my face. I'm going to back away from it. And when you let somebody find it on their own, I think that's when you make the strongest beliefs and the strongest ideologies, it, it, which is a good thing is when you just let that person go through trial and error and figure it out for themselves. And I sounded like that's how Rob was. And it reminded me of myself uh, growing up as well because i didn't find god i knew there was god but i really didn't find god till in my 40s and that was yeah. my path that i had to find so yeah i, I love that like rob was too. a little bit yeah it sounds like for rob i was just gonna say it was a little bit later too because yeah i, I think when i think of like the front man of a christian rock band you think okay this guy's probably been on the straight and narrow path his whole life especially because you just look at him he's not like a guy who's like tatted up face or any crazy shit like that and he was like yeah a roommate he was like doing cocaine i was getting into drugs and and he had some of that crazy background and and transformation in life so yeah that was a great one for me hey guys write in the comments what your favorite episode has been in 200 episodes um i do want to get in some news here the first of which uh Man, we recent uh, guest that we had on, and I really, I don't know this for a fact. I think it likely may have been the last interview ever he ever did because it was only a few months ago. And how many of these does he really do? World War II paratrooper Vincent Speranza, dead at 98. Uh, we did episode 179 with him, if you want to listen back. Uh, called I called it World War II Talks Killing Nazis. I thought it was a provocative title, and hey, he did talk about <laughs> well, it. Well, he did, so, and he did. Well, yeah. and that's the truth. Truth hurts. Don't be offended by the fucking <laughs> truth, guys. That's just how it is. Yeah, and um, I, and I especially have to mention any time that we talk about this interview, um, our listener, Chris Wolf, because he, he emailed yeah. us at BattleLinePodcast at gmail.com, and he was like, hey, this is a friend of mine. You got to get him on. And yeah, anyone who's a World War II veteran or Holocaust survivor, you definitely get to the front of the line in this show because um, it's crazy because listening to him at 
97 or 98, however old he was during the interview. I think I even spoke to you on the phone and I was like, man, the guy's at the end of his life. Obviously, it's just the way life works, but he's completely animated. He's yeah, way yeah. more in no way was I like, this is a guy who's not with it anymore. He yeah. was he was just as coherent as someone who was 50 or 60 to me during that interview. And he had that piss and vinegar that you think an infantry guy is going to have that infantry guys still have to this day. I'm sure they do. I know I did. It's just that Jack Ashley, that, that jokiness that you use to, to handle stress. And it really, we, we, you laughter is definitely the best medicine. And he still had those stories that were funny, but they were comical. I had a funny, but funny and comical, <laughs> uh, you know, and, but, but also, you know, there was that, that passion in him as well, where, hey, you know, this is funny and comical, but people were dying around me. I'm running to go find beer and there's blown out buildings yeah. and people, I mean, and to have still have that ability to come across that way is a gift. And, and we are, we are losing, those are guys are heroes. Those, those guys, they are the, the greatest generation. They are, right? We, we have sorry excuses for heroes nowadays. And I did, I remember when I posted that, I, I seriously meant that we, a hero, somebody that colors their hair and kicks a little ball in the net. No, they're fucking not. That's a hero right there. Somebody who's somebody who's was willing to go and toe the line and freeze their nuts off and stay there and continue to toe the line and then come back home and still love his country and still love the United States of America to love everything about it and still to have that vigor in life that this is the greatest country in the world um, and not feel like he was a victim. I don't think he, I don't think he ever mentioned anything about him being a victim of anything, no. even though he probably could have. So uh, heroes like that are, 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 are literally and figuratively a dying breed. And so to hear their stories and have them immortalized forever, like on our podcast is to me, that's an honor. I, I know yeah. it is to you too, brother. And and I said we we need to pick our heroes a little bit better than what. But I we're think doing. those are most people's heroes. I, do. I hope. I I hope. I think it's just that you get a you get accustomed to social media and seeing a lot of posts out there. And I, I always have to pull myself and pull back and be like, wait, so that's a small percentage, really. To social media is not real life. Yeah. Now you're exactly spot on. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think if you went up to whether it's here in New York or there in Kansas, I think if you went up to like ten people and ask them who their heroes are I, I do think it would more likely be military yeah. than than someone who's making I'm, news i'm still just trying to get to that 10 percent. i guess that's all i mean <laughs> like, you guys shut up i don't want to hear your your shenanigans especially when there's men like this that i i idolize and yeah. those are the kind of people that i wanted to try to be like when i grew up when i went to the military those are the stories i risk like man how do you do that and it was a blessing that I actually got to experience it aside from the cold. I got the extreme, I got the other extreme. Extreme hot. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, I'm glad I got the other extreme because my feet and fingers never hurt in the heat. They just hurt when it's cold. Um, but those are the ones that pushed me. And those are the guys I would think I thought even that night, the Vietnam vets, I, I told on a story here uh, when I was going through that night and I was getting to be like, Hey, nobody's coming. And we, after our third firefight, I'm fucking tired. It was, I got Snickers bars right here. I got a ton of ammo for my M4 still right here. I got Boone right here next to me. I got night vision. It's warm out. I got tons of water. I got Gatorade here. I need to quit bitching because I thought about the Vietnam guys that would go out in the jungle for weeks on end and not have any of that. So uh, kudos to all those and kudos to, to, to private first class. He got out as a private first class. Can you believe that? Uh, Speranza, uh, uh, God yeah. bless you, man. Rest in peace, my brother. You you are a hero, and I hope you're looking down on taking pity on us and helping us through our hard times, <laughs> just like you did back when you're when you were in, man. So that was I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, I'm, I'm love. We got get to talk about him, and we got him on the show. 
Yeah, he, you know, he reminded me of uh, my grandpa a little bit because my grandpa was like an old Italian guy and, and also like that booming authoritative voice because you, you can see those clips on social media of him because he did a lot of interviews. Yeah. Vincent, and, you know, the, the one that you see the most on social media is him saying like, young people, freedom isn't free. And it, it actually does remind me of my grandpa, just the voice. But I think the reason he was because so many of those guys have no interest in doing interviews, understandably. I think the reason he was so open to doing it is he, he I think he just wanted to get across like I saw the concentration camps. I saw I defeated the Nazis. And I think he wanted to make sure that this generation and the younger generations don't forget what they accomplished. And I could tell he is not a guy who was looking back in his life and wondering if uh, if what the sacrifice he made was worth it. He knew it was worth it. Yeah, he, he did just by just by the passion he talked about it. The, the beer story sold it for me. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, <laughs> and that was near the end. I was like trying to wrap up, and I'm glad that we got to all that. That was that was a, that was because he just one more thing. Well, wait, listen to the episode, yeah. guys. At the end, it's like, man, visit. We got because I think one of us we had to go. Yeah, I think someone got in the comments was like, why did you cut him off? You know, they were like mad at me because I do think at one point I was a little stern where I was like. All right, one like we're wrapping up here, uh, sir. You know, and it, and people are asking why you cut him off at that point. But you know, you and I have other commit commitments we have to get to. But I'm glad he got to that stuff because some of the best stuff in the interview was at the very end. Well, and for all those in the comments, dude, we were on there for two hours, guys. Two hours with him—that's a long ass time. I love, it. and we didn't cut him off. We were we that's the time frame we were in block in so yeah. eat a bag of shit whoever <laughs> saying that comments out out there but, but he also do and i do the same thing in interviews there are times we're all going interviews like okay i got one more thing and the the i get it the interviewer has to like hey we got to go so, and and can i just throw out there the one more thing for him is a little different than the one more thing for you because i have a feeling in the back of his mind it was like this might be it this, this might be the last got, time i get yeah. to tell this story so i, I want to tell it in its entirety and I don't think we could. Yeah, you may have, we may have tried. Hey, we got to go, but we kept going until yeah. he was ready to go. So uh, whoever, I, we'll find out who that comment is. I got you, especially if you come through a battle like course. Whoever said that comment, because I think we were pretty, and I, we yeah. enjoyed it. But I thought we let him go pretty long. It was just we're we had to keep preempting him, preempting him <laughs> to hey, we, we got it. We we're coming yeah. up on two hours. I got to go pick up my son from freaking school. I got I got to go. So. Uh, but it was awesome. I love the interview. I love that. That's how we can talk about it now. And forever put that in the comments. I'm giving you shit. Yeah. yeah it's not I'm a bad thing. Cause to me, it says they, they could have listened for five hours yeah. and I, yeah. and I get that's that. Awesome. So, um, and then the other, um, I don't want to say unfortunate news because these guys lived a full life and, and God yeah. bless. So, um, so the other piece of news and Jack Murphy wrote this one for connecting vets and, you know, Jack's always on top of like who these legends are in the community. Um, and I don't know if you knew as much about him, if you did, you know, maybe you could add to it, but he's just uh, a special operations legend. Yeah. Name, special yeah. ops legend, yeah. Yeah. uh, general James Lindsay passes away at age 90. Uh, James Lindsay served in the army for 38 years, rising from the rank of private, private. and seeing action in the Vietnam war to general yeah. where he led special operations command, uh, 82nd Airborne. Uh, there's a whole lot here, too, where, you know, quote here, Lieutenant uh, Colonel Lindsay distinguished himself by exceptionally uh, valorous actions from May 31st um, to June yeah. 4th, 1968, during an operation which located and destroyed uh, three main force Viet Cong and North Vietnamese battalions in the Plain of Reeds. Um, there's more you could see, once again, at Connecting Vets over at Odyssey by Jack Murphy. But um, uh, as far as I know, a legend in the community. 
Yeah, he is. His name is. I, I never met the man, of course, but I just I know the name. I, he. I, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He got, I think he got a distinguished service medal for his actions in Vietnam. Valor was tremendous. Uh, from oh, and wow. I don't remember what the award he got, but but it. Was, yes, that's it, what it says. It actions, says I mean, uh, was it? Lindsay okay. went on to be awarded the Army's second highest award, the Distinguished Service Cross, uh, for valorous actions taken in combat with the enemy. Yeah, I I think it's a Navy. I think they got their thing, Distinguished Service Medal and the Navy Cross. So I think whoever's writing that may need to double check their medal thing. But anyway, it's the same. It's, it, it's it Jack is, who wrote it. Distinguished Service Cross, Jack? Are you sure that's right? I he, thought it was Distinguished Service Medal. Maybe they I'll, changed it. They may have changed, the Navy I got to tell you, as someone who worked with Jack for years, man, I, I don't know anyone who knows like special yeah. ops more than them. So I, it's possible, but I, maybe, and maybe the editor thing. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's Distinguished Service Cross now. Was he? Maybe no, he was Army. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Okay. Regardless, though, I don't give a shit. <laughs> We're getting off subject. He read about him, guys. You know, he Lindsay. Yeah, he he did an incredible job saving a lot of his troops by taking out i mean not, not just one i mean several positions um and it was just terrible again another v- guy that i would read about like man i i want to be able to do that one that's how i want to be one day and there's another guy that I, I i emulated um before i went in that made me want to join them made me want to to serve to that most utmost capability so yeah god bless him rest in peace those that i wish i wish we could have got him on this show i think he would have yeah. been another wonderful interview and uh but you know yeah, he's 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 with the he's with the in a better place so uh rest in peace there sir and god bless you and know that you're still again another hero of mine that that i hope others get to know about we'll read about if they listen to the show here when they listen to the podcast they'll go and do a little bit more or their due diligence and find out more about him because he, he sure. was he was tremendous tremendous soldier and operator yeah so um you know we're gonna get over to andre arlovsky um last piece of news i guess i'll comment on real quickly because we got to get over to andre um i thought it was just interesting there was an intercept article that i sent to you on clint lorenz yeah. uh yeah. war criminals bid to become a lawyer faces obstacle his own troops i know you took issue with a lot of the article and i understand i mean look the intercept is a left-wing yeah it's a left it's a left-wing news source at the same point the the thing that i just thought was interesting was just the um i guess moral question of after what he did which we've spoke about and and I don't believe he should have been pardoned, but he was pardoned. Yeah, we could you be able to then become a lawyer? And his troops are trying to stand in the way of that. Um, I guess if I could give you my take on it real quick. Um, I mean, 
I think after you're pardoned, whether I think you should have been pardoned or not, America really is very much the land of just second chances. And I don't know if there's some type of legal issue that you shouldn't be able to become a lawyer after what he went through, or there may be law schools who won't want to accept a guy like Clint Lawrence. And I think that that's their, that, that that's their prerogative if they don't want to have him. But I think if he's able to go through what it takes to become a lawyer, then I guess so be it at the same point. I understand his troops saying that this is just not an ethical person. And I understand them standing up for what they believe as well. I, I hope that doesn't sound like me not taking a position, but I, but I do understand that once again, once you're pardoned, you kind of get to live your life after that. And yeah. there are consequences. I mean, there are probably certain jobs he won't be able to do. I don't know if that's one of them. So, well, yeah, and I'm with you. The article itself was garbage. It was a left wing hack job. But if he just would have kept it on 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 Clint, then but of course we got to go. Donald Trump, Trump derangement syndrome. So if you can get past that, guys, I'm in agreement with Ian. I, I, hey, he was pardoned. We said, I forget which episode we talked about it in depth. Yeah, way uh, back, way back. And uh, we did discuss. And we both, I, I know, I was Adam. It's like, no, he's he, he's a murderer. He should not be pardoned. No, it's wrong that, at all. And I stand with his troops. So what they're saying, they can do that, but and they can continue to push back or continue to to shed light on on him being unethical and having no integrity. But I'm with you. He was pardoned. He can do whatever the hell he wants, just like Chelsea Manning can do whatever the hell he wants. If 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 even though gave up classified information that got people killed, uh, and so I, it's it's one of those things where I that's why this is this is a great country because you do get a second chance. I I think his past the past will always catch up to you guys. It always does. Karma's a mother, you know, the payback's a bitch and the stripper name is karma. I mean, that's, it will. And it always is. Seems like karma will stay with him because his troops that did have a lot of integrity from what I saw, I didn't know any of them. I just did my due diligence trying to research it all. And there was a great special. There was, it was tremendous. I think it was HBO or stars that did a, about him and what, what actually uh, Clint did on the battlefield coming in as a new Lieutenant replacing their old Lieutenant. But um, that being said, yeah, I'm with Ian. He, hey, he, he got his pardon. He did spend, and he spent some time in prison. Yeah, of course. Uh, so. You know, so this is his opportunity to let's see what happens. But I said, karma always catches up to you. So, but if he gets it, all right. Well, he does. Uh, there comes a point that I got to talk to his troops, though, too. It's like, don't let this be the the main focus of your life either. There are times where you got to let it go. Just like I don't, Hillary, who gives a shit about Hillary Clinton? I, whatever. She, Obama, I don't care. I, yeah, they left us to die. You can't live your life hating people like that or just going to have a miserable life along with them. And I would say a word to his troops, just, hey, let it go, man. Just uh, You did it. You did what you're supposed to. You're out there. You're forever going to be out there because you're on a damn HBO or star special. Your words are out there in print. People can read what you're saying, but there's got a time where you've got to let that anger go and just move on with his life and let that dude just, just go off the abyss. He's not good enough to be part of your life anymore. Let that, let that POS just go off and do what they're going to do. You do what you need to do to become a better person and not just be angry about what happened and feel like he's gotten away with murder literally yeah it, it will come back i promise you whether on this earth or the or up up in heaven when they stand before judgment they will get there they will stand before atonement and you got to believe in that and you have to and that's going to help you move on with your life so i, I think it's just if, hopefully if any of his people that his soldiers hear that 
they'll let that anger go and love to have one of them come on. I yeah, would I, agree. Love to, I would. But anyway, yeah, we got to get to Andre and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to have Andre on. So before we do, guys, Fort Scott Munitions has been with us for the very from the very beginning, 200 episodes. We love what they do. Um, they are a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition, of course, that is designed to tumble upon impact and soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC-spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Go to fsm.com and uh, use the promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order. That's fsm.com, promo code BATTLELINE. If uh, you pan to me, Harold, this is it right here. The tins that they have are awesome. Love all their gear on the website. So even if you're not getting ammo and you want to get some cool T-shirts, hats, swag, any of that stuff, you'll get on the site. So once again, guys, fsm.com, promo code BATTLELINE. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and the Battleline Podcast. And now let's get to our second appearance on the show by the one and only Andre the Pitbull Arlovsky. Uh, back on the podcast, he was on episode one, now episode 200, Andre Arlovsky, actually looking younger because you shaved the beard off. Yeah, do. And yeah. uh, I was like, this would be the perfect guest to have on to celebrate episode 200. And, and it was a great first interview and glad to have you back on. Yeah, I know it's going to be like 200. That's why I shaved. What's up, Mr. Tanto? <laughs> what's, what's up, you sexy bitch, you? What are you doing? Oh, can you I tell me your kid, your kid? I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wash my mouth out with soap. It looks like you're doing the dad thing, brother. So, y'all, I really, I, I haven't talked to you in a while. I just, what? Because what's you changed your on? phone numbers. Well, I don't know. I, I, I got to go in like, the dark. Like, I, okay, I, okay, I, people, okay. I can't. Ha- I, the CIA NSA tracking me all the time. You know, it's just it's just cra- crazy. I got to go dark, but you got it now. I just gave it to you again. I forgot I did. I forget who I give it to and who I don't. But you got it now. So we're. we're, we're I know I gave to anyone anybody's phone number <laughs> before I'm asking if it's possible to get somebody somebody else's phone number or not. But hey, Andre, the only thing I was going to say, if you could flip the phone just like horizontal, so we could see. Because that, okay. if there we go, that's okay. better, man. But okay, um, okay. yeah, so for the audience, I at least should tell them because a lot of people did check out episode one. They've been with us since episode one. But for those who haven't, I mean, just a proper introduction. Andre Orlovsky, former UFC heavyweight champion, um, really legend in, in the game. And the crazy thing is that episode was nearly four years ago at this point. And the, the way we got to have you on studio was Chris's friendship with you and you were fighting at MSG. And I was like, let's get him yeah. in the studio if he's in New York City. And truthfully, man, I never would have thought that all these late years later, you'd still be fighting guys and fighting guys significantly younger than you. I mean, how <laughs> long do you uh, intend to continue your career as a fighter? I know you have other passions with firearms and, and being a father, especially. Maybe this year and one more year after that, by, but by, yeah, December, probably next year, I'll be done. Are you lying? Because you said that. I think you said that when we were at, in New York, where you're like, ah, oh, one more year. I would say, I believe I, I would say, I would say probably like two, three years. Okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, soon. The, I promise soon. 
is that you? Are you? Is your wife in the car with you? Let me ask her, dude. Oh, Can just, I ask her? Just, 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 uh, listen, come on. I'm grown, a grown up man, and uh, I can't like decide on my own. Okay, come on, don't, don't, Mr. Dana, don't put me in the spot. <laughs> well, but, no, you, I don't, honestly, I like uh, do what I'm doing, and she fully supports me. You know, like uh, it's very important when when you. Oops, I'm sorry. When you. When you battlefield, you know, when you fight, somebody support you. It's like very important. So sure. my wife supports me hundred percent. My kids, like, yeah, that's that's, that's why I decide maybe this year, next year, and I'm done for sure. But how is that? Because your kids are getting older now. I, I'm sure it, they're they're understanding. No, they know what daddy does. They know he fights. They know he, but he know they know he gets punched in the face sometimes too, and he bleeds sometimes. How is that? with traumatic how do you how do you say hey this is just dad's job i'm not out there street fighting i'm not gonna die out here because i'm sure it's hard to to have them understand i know my son and my sons would be hard to understand at least initially till they till till you sat down and talked to him how do you get them to the point where this is just daddy's job or do they not watch are they not allowed to watch your fights i think they are from they're not they're not watching a life for sure they can see only in uh in uh, in, uh afterwards but uh, little one, uh, he's actually, he watched my, uh, not last fight, fight before he watched with a toy AK and he was shooting to that guy who I'm fighting. And the uh, <laughs> oldest one, uh, oldest one, yeah, oldest one, he's a, he's a, uh, he's a, a, a red belt and take one door. Why take one door? Wow. Because no punches, no kicks in the, in the, in the head. But now we quit uh, take one door and we focus on uh, baseball. Oldest one, baseball, little one. For somehow I don't know why my manager forced me to put him in a football. So he's uh, he's five years old and he's playing training football. I'm not sure if he's gonna play football, but he's training right now for sure. And plus, for some reason in Florida now it's like I'm driving six almost six o'clock. It's ninety six degrees. For some reason it's like uh, abnormal, but it is what it is. Yeah. God bless Florida. Yeah, why because we're, well, well, because we're republicans and uh we're good <laughs> uh, uh, hey with your side i saw him playing baseball and, and he looks like a just big kid that's just hammering hammering the little league ball is it how are they doing this year did they did they go very far because the world little league world series is coming up or it's going on right now did did his teams do he's, pretty he's, well he's, he, he's watching and actually uh next week it's gonna be uh season uh it's gonna be tournament before season starts yeah, we 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 good. He, and uh, everybody's uh, in his team asking why you dead like screaming all the time, because <laughs> I'm on his ass all the time. Like I'm running around along the um, uh, how's called the um, not gates uh, um, fence against against the fence. I run with him like so. I'm screaming like everybody <laughs> think I'm like idiot, you know. But <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Why are you dead screaming? Because I like on his ass all the time. <laughs> And, well, I was, I was uh, actually, say... he 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 started he, he he's in the beginning and in the middle of the season he was a uh, first place by his hitting. After that, I was like in the, in the, in the camp. I was preparing for the fight, and he finished the season in third place. Why? Because he was lazy, and I didn't scream. That's why. So, <laughs> next season I'm gonna scream even more, <laughs> and even louder, and even louder. I, I was gonna say, you know, I, I could tell there's there's some similarities between you and Chris and. I, I just wonder, you know, between the stuff that you're talking about now, the stuff that I see on social media, is your is your passion at all still in fighting? Because to me, it almost seems like your your passion is completely transitioned to being the best dad that you can, 
to being a husband. I yeah. like, do you still have that same passion that you did at 20 years old for getting in the cage? Hundred, hundred, hundred percent, and uh, I still enjoying what I'm doing. And of course, I want to be a good dad for my, for my, for my kids because uh, I was a lot of, a lot not like Tanto. He was like in a, in a, on 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 his uh, trips and and uh, overseas. But I'm like in camp. You know, when I'm in camp, I like see my kids only on Saturday and Sunday. Wow! Because I have to focus. I have to focus on my. Uh, on my uh training but uh yeah i try to do my best and actually uh, it's going to be last uh, two years i promise because i have <laughs> another third on, on the way so yeah what oh wow wow what? are you I, kidding are you kidding me Holy yeah shit. november end of november december we accepting uh god willing uh, baby girl so yeah I is this is this sure. an exclusive for us did, 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 you did we just get the, the, the yes 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 wow yes, wow yes. congrats yes <laughs> that's amazing thank you, thank you. hey you realize though you know like my son you know i'm i'm 52 when he gets out of high school he's gonna be I, he's gonna be able to whoop my ass your little guy you're gonna be 80 by the time he gets out of high school you old fucker you know that right <laughs> <laughs> You know what? He's uh, <laughs> oldest one gonna turn eleven next Saturday, and he's already giving me some attitude. You know, he's oh. he's like I said, come on, guy, it's uh, way too early, way too early. But yes. Hey, um, what's up, buddy? Like, why why on buckle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, that's yeah. exclusive too. Don't worry. Hey, no way. Yeah. We got exclusive. Yeah. 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 And the other thing I was going to say that I know that you're passionate about, and I know Chris wanted to get into this with you is, is firearms. I mean, is yeah. that the next career move? Because it would be a natural career move, I think, to be a spokesman for firearms and to be, you know, promoting uh, gun ownership in America. I would love to. I would love to. But uh, I used to work with Kenick and uh we end up our like relationship and uh actually i'm looking for some gun company and if mr tanto can't hook me up with uh, like i don't know any gun company i would be greatly appreciated but we'll see we'll see are you i didn't yeah, know that actually, I, 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 I i i i love firearms i love firearms and uh one day i promise not today not tomorrow not this month but one day i want to Enjoy your uh, uh, your um, battle line courses. Course. Yeah, yeah, I would love to love. I would love to come and uh, shoot with you. Actually, I'm shooting like with your friend uh, Dave Boone. Yeah, that's so I, I, in I, Florida. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I have a lot of fun. I did. I want to compete. I heard about yes. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I, I heard about uh, it's it's called like military games, right? When you have to run, shoot, etc. Mm -hmm. I I want to try this one. So yes. Yes, but I didn't know you were with Kenick. Can you talk about what what happened with with them, or were they? Uh, I have I've, uh, I've got on the wrong side of. I, I mean, I've had issues with with companies, tactical companies too. Where they're all the same, brother. A Apple or Daniel, uh, it's the same shit. It's it's corporation, corporation. But I I didn't know that. I thought you were still with Kenick. No, I had no idea. No, no more Kenick, and uh, actually. It's, uh, besides one person, great company, but I don't want to talk about and. Uh, uh yeah it's like some personal issues yes i i from my pre, 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 from my point uh that person was wasn't right so but it is what it is right you always find that yours there bad apple or bad apples i understand that brush so, okay so if you're not shooting canic anymore okay we gotta uh, go down then we gotta uh, talk about weapon what, what what's your favorite dude what what are you doing 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Guys, I'm so sorry for some reason. I lost you for a second. Okay, okay. can you hear us now? We hear you fine. We're, we got you. Maybe maybe he doesn't hear us. Do you hear us? You hear yeah, us, he, Andre? He can't hear <laughs> Okay. But it is, you know, whenever uh, Andre reconnects, uh, we'll get to it. But I was going to say, man, it is cool to hear about his passion for that yeah. and the fact that I think he actually probably would be a natural in tactical games because he is a natural competitor. I mean, this is what he's done all his oh, life. Yeah, and that's where... Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. No, no all he, good, he... man. We were, we were saying, you know, I think it's interesting pivot to make to do something like tactical games you know, because you're you're naturally a competitive athlete. Yeah, but when you're shooting and uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, you're running, it's like different story. Because when I attend the uh, boons uh, boons uh, courses, that's that's hard, you know. That's well, hard. Well, that's I try to tell people, and you know, that's I have an endurance course coming up in a couple of weeks where you got if you can't run two miles and you can't carry a lot of weight, people don't realize that that that's that's. That's the real thing. That is what pushes you, not just going and shooting. That is where can you shoot when you're when you're dizzy? Can you shoot when you're sweaty? Can you shoot when you're breathing hard? And it's not just even just running up and down the range a few times. It's it's going at it all day. So, you know, those are probably outside of Chicago, where the tremendous people up there in Chicago. Those are probably my least attended classes are the ones where there's a lot of endurance. Where I've hey we're, we and and it shouldn't be those honestly should be the most attended because that that's what you want to be able to attain is that and and I don't know I, I sounds like you're in agreement with it man and you you've been you've seen it with Boone that you've got to get that heart rate up and then can you hit when your heart rate's up I don't know go on go on that a little bit and guys tanto guys like you I take you my head off what you have to care. Like vest, all the stuff, it's like, it's unreal. I'm telling you, and run, and like you guys don't look like, like, like muscular, like, you know, like, uh, like bodybuilders, whatever it is, but like um, CrossFit um, athletes, but what you care, how you're shooting, and I'm telling you, I'm lately in the last probably two, three months, I watched probably 13 hours, like few times with my sons, <laughs> besides nice. what I lo- watched already 30 times, like, op- even more by my own we watch that all this my lone survivor all the stuff it's like it's unreal i have a lot of respect for you and uh that's uh, that's uh well, thanks, this age you understand you understand it's like it's wow why well, i think i i think just like with you and fighting um your body gets accustomed to whatever pain you have to do because that's what you do for a living i don't like to get punched in the face i don't i couldn't get punched <laughs> in the face eight minutes i couldn't i I'm like dude i'm done you know, but throwing on a rock. I'm sure nobody's on... gonna punch you in the face because you can't. Probably... <laughs> well, that's really that's fine. Right. <laughs> You're a really good shooter, so. But you know, it's doing it in Boone. I tell you the same thing. Throwing on a rock or putting on body armor now is is just it's it's natural. Story. It's, it's it's and it's for something that if you do it a lot, your body comes accustomed to that that uncomfortability. 
And to me, it's not a carpool anymore. And I'm not in as good a shape as I once was when I was at Rangeman Town, but I can still, I guarantee I can still throw that body armor on. I just did it last week. I can throw a body and keep and run up and down a range with a bad knee, with a knee that's been repaired because I ripped it in half. So I, you I know, know I, I like I like I, I like the post. Yeah, I, I follow you just in case. For, just, for in, my, just, just in case, my, but you know those, and I'm glad you're saying because to me, those are the courses people need to be coming to. I, I want you to come to an endurance course. I want you to come and run, and, and we're just sweating all day. And I'm not going to let you die. I, it's not. I'm not going to. That's that's. But that's what I want people to come to. Is because that's that's the real thing. That is what's real, not just room clearing because it looks cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. Did we get you drunk with police officer? No, no, I think he's no, getting. No. I think he's getting like drive through, right? No, my 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 oldest one that picked him up from the Kuman. Holy cow! Cool. Yeah, did he just grow? Did he just grow like ten years? What happened? That wasn't this 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 one jump on the on the front row uh, on front seat. I was, I was like, holy shit, man! What happened? How did? What do you feed these boys, man? They just like aged and got huge, got gained like seventy pounds in five I minutes. Remember, remember, remember! I'm from Belarus. Uh, <laughs> I, I, grew up, I grew up by Chernobyl, so that, that's why. <laughs> That's why probably. Well said. That's well, done. well You know what I wanted to ask you actually? Um, I wanted to hear your take on this. Uh, did you watch the the Nate Diaz Paul uh, boxing match last week? No, no. Okay, because I, I, I was. I, I, I well, about... I'm sorry. All I was going to say is, I mean, I watched it, and you know what it made me uh, realize, like why UFC and MMA are yeah, like, is like why? the premier combat sport because. When I watch a boxing match now, it's like it's watching checkers compared to chess. It doesn't really do as much for me. People making money, they're making uh, names over the like YouTube, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. And uh, now, like for me, as a, as a, as a, as a uh, professional athlete, professional fighter, watch this kind of. Nate Diaz, he's a tough fighter. Don't just me wrong. If it's going to be a fight on the street with Jack Paul, it's no doubt about uh, Nate going to win. And I do have respe respect for him because he was hurt, I believe, like in 10th round, right? Or like eight rounds. And he finished the fight. He did okay. Plus, he, he made a lot of money and uh, good for him. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Boxing, it's, it's not like it's like it was in the past. When Mike Tyson, uh, Oscar De La Hoya, when it was uh, yeah. Johnny Tuck, you know, it was like everybody waited those fights like, 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 I don't know, like something like, wow, now it's like common sense. I guess the next five big fight is going to be uh, Gypsy King against, uh, uh, what is it, Ngannou. So it's like, you know, people making money. Dude, is that what you see the UFC going where now it's, they're, they're just, doing stuff for shock value more so than just uh, no, no, when no, you started no, no i don't think so because uh dana he doesn't do this stuff so yeah. he focused on mma and uh, uh ds he's not with ufc anymore he just gotcha. like uh, he, he's his agent and he's doing whatever he wants to do yeah i mean and, and watching i don't even know who it was who put on the fight it's it's like watching a third rate they're trying to do what the ufc is doing yeah and it's it's really I don't know, man. They had these like OnlyFans models in the ring as opposed to like the the actual cage girls at UFC. It just seems like uh, it's like a third rate of what you guys are doing. And I watched it because I love Nate Diaz. But yeah, it, it it is. I agree with Tonto. It is shock value. And it is cool to see that Dana White takes what he does seriously. Yeah. 
And, and I know the fact that like, you're still in there. He's not going to have you there if you're not competing at the highest level. First of all, Dana White, he's a, he's a great uh, guy. And he's like, what he did is UFC right now. When it was when I started back in 2000, 22 years ago. And <laughs> wow. right now, that's, that's huge. That's huge. And he's like, uh, all other companies, what, uh, Bilater, uh, PFL, uh, uh, what else, uh, Bernacle Fighting, they way far away from, uh, they're not going to be rich uh, UFC anytime soon. And I'm really happy that I'm going to end up my uh, my career in the UFC. Well, you... If somebody going to propose a good fight against uh, Jake Paul or, or somebody <laughs> else, I might take do it, it. But <laughs> MMA, I'm going to end up in the uh, UFC. Where I started, I'm going to finish in the in, in UFC. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, and when you got another mouth to feed, and those boys look like they could probably eat as much as you did. So, yeah, you need you need to keep putting groceries on the table best you best you can oh, yeah. and hey yeah. how are you how are you because i've been you know i, I of course I, I follow you 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 how are you staying Do you know, you? We're, get, we're getting older how are you staying a good shit because you are you're staying healthy and that's not easy to do when we're getting our 40s and 50s and what are you doing every day man what are, are what are are you working out when you're not training are you just resting do you no i'm working no, I'm working, well, I'm working out non-stop and uh, actually no alcohol few few months already no alcohol diet and uh, my wife feed me like what what she think is right i mean like a lot of green stuff like uh, vegetables so and uh, it's kind of health, man. I, that's why I'm probably still alive. Uh, alive. I mean, like, I'm still competing in, in UFC because uh, I take care of myself. And to be honest with you, I cannot wait when I'm going to be done with UFC and I'm going to uh, use some, like, uh, <laughs> some, some, some good vitamins. Because with USADA, it's, like, it's almost impossible. So, so are you saying that when you leave the UFC, because am I reading between the lines that, you know, at your age, you want to get on some type of hormone replacement therapy? No, of course. Of course. I want to be huge. I mean, not that huge, but <laughs> I want to have some like, like good, good looking body, you know, like muscles, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But with uh, USADA, I can't take any, 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 any supplements. What's uh, not approved by USADA. I'm talking about steroids. Okay, so and actually, and actually I, I read and I heard some like rumors because uh, fighters, especially Brazilians, they're not happy about USADA because it comes to PFL. So this, this is going to change uh, um, big time. Who's going to be champion right now? They might be not be champions uh, really soon. USADA going to test all of them. So did they, are, are the Brazilians, are they taking stuff right now to compete you can't right to compete no and you see absolutely not in in in, in uh, pfl professional fighting league some fighters were busted already so and uh, I, i'm telling you they're gonna come more and more they're gonna test more and more people and it's gonna be not funny so it's gonna be interesting Wow. That's, that is like interesting. That so is, you, yeah. you know what yeah. I wanted to ask you about that too? And like, and I appreciate you being candid about that, saying that you do want to hop on something when you're done fighting. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to well, make well, more well, fun of you about it, it, dude. You know that, right? Uh -huh. I'm going to say you're going to get bitch tit. Your nuts are going to get smaller than what they are already, dude. You start taking that damn HGH, you better... I'm going to give you shit about it. It's going to come, dude. You know that, right? I don't care. I don't care. 
But the reason I... Four hundred episodes, you can say whatever you want. The reason I asked, though, and, and it actually may be good advice for our audience, because I think there's a big difference between someone in their 20s who is just getting into the gym, hopping on steroids, who hasn't really put their body through the potential that you have, and I think people would say, especially where you are in South Florida, I know there's so many clinics there that do it properly. They do it with doctors who are going to make sure that you minimize those side effects. So, I mean, are you, would you say like for our audience, if there are guys in their 40s, 50s who want to continue working out, they're, they're not feeling on top of their game. Are you saying you would suggest they go that route? Uh, I don't suggest anything, but I'm telling you, like every people, a lot of people asking me, are you taking something? I said I can't take anything because you saw that you saw the, uh, uh, tested me. Actually, they tested me a couple of days ago. I don't know how many, like 55, 60 times already. So no, I'm not going. No. And plus, I, I I try to be like a tough guy, like on on on, on your uh, podcast, uh, tell you I'm gonna take something. But be honest, with you, I'm really I'm really scared of this. Uh, all, 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 all the stuff, especially how it's called the uh, growth hormone, yeah, because yeah. it's 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 can it's can uh, provide some uh, uh, cancer. So I'm really scared about this stuff. By the way, I do love how Andre is like. I'm trying to be a tough guy on your podcast, and then <laughs> and kids in the corner. Like, it doesn't like... seem very tough guy, although you are a tough guy. Yeah, so. you're dead. That's the you know, humility. You you always have had it, bro. And that's something I've admired. I think that's why we became friends is because more than anything, it wasn't because you're Andre Arlovsky, even though I love it like a big teddy bear. You are you're big. It's, <laughs> it's you're always so humble. And for those I find people that are humble and quiet are usually the ones you don't want to fuck around. You don't want to mess. Yeah. And, and but but that's but that says a lot of your character. So you're just a, a, a really, you know, really good dude. I know you still are with your kids in the car. You remind me of my, my son would be doing the same thing. My, I mean, and I'd be getting in trouble right now with my wife. We're like, get your son off the kid. He, nobody needs to know what he looks like. But I, I, with, uh, for you, it's a different story. Like, yeah. yeah, it, it's it's a. I still nobody still hopefully knows what they look like. I still haven't put them over out there. It's but, good. Uh, good. They, they, uh, with and it with the human growth hormone and it, it you got to be careful. I I I I people know that I said I used to do it and sell in college. I sold it and I took anabolic steroids for a couple years. You know, I not as much as some of the guys I played with did, but. but if you take it the wrong way or you go, yeah, it, it'll screw you up. It, it'll, it'll get you cancer. It'll, it'll do a lot of things to you. Joints and things will get destroyed. So you have to be careful. And that's what I'm, you're going to do. I'm really scared to this. So. Well, I also I, think, I mean, I, just as someone who follows you, this you, stuff. You already, throw, you already throw a rock on me. So oh, when you're going to date, you keep going to the, to the college. Thank you, Mr. Tanda. Thank you. <laughs> I was just going to say, as someone who follows this stuff, like obviously I've never taken any of it, but. I do understand it's a different world because there, there's definitely a big difference between you, Chris, doing that in your 20s, yeah. as opposed to someone in their 40s or 50s. Like I said, South Florida is notorious because everybody's jacked. Everybody wants to be working out in South Florida. <laughs> and they do go to clinics with doctors, with professionals, and they're able to do it responsibly. I like I don't rule out that when I'm 50 something, I may want to hop on it. But at this age, hell no, I obviously would not want to do that and i think would be detrimental but it is funny man you look at have you guys seen uh robert f kennedy jr who's running for president i mean that guy's on something because yeah he's he's jacked he's he's juiced <laughs> to the gills maybe a little bit it's okay but when you it's you so obvious you can uh, look at persons there come on it's, it's, it's yeah. too much 
<laughs> it's kind of like doesn't doesn't look right at least to me i don't i don't know i might be wrong but uh I mean, yeah what 70 year old looks like that i mean he looks like he's mr olympia and he, he's, he's yeah. i believe, yeah, I believe uh, rfk jr is like yeah. 70 <laughs> dude you know hand me growth hormones one thing taking suspensions testosterone and anadrol and stacking it all is another thing mr kennedy so you yeah. might need uh, yeah. uh, and that's as they get older and and i do I, I think i'm in the minority with people that don't take that could take be taking hgh or or some some form of it um and it doesn't uh you know especially in the realm you know in the, in the gun world in the law enforcement world a lot of those guys are all on that shit. they are they're taking it left and right and and uh, but you have to be responsible. And if you have a doctor that's doing it for you, the ones that are doing it have a doctor that prescribes it and does it for them. Shoot, you know, and <laughs> I love your little boy. It's awesome. And uh, so as long as you're you're doing it responsible, I just, I, the reason I don't is because I, I did it. I, I've been through, and I, I just, I've seen, I went, I had a linebacker buddy that went from 160 to 240 in a year. That's how much he was taking it. Now he has neck problems. Good and, diet, good oh diet. man, oh, he got huge. There's guys that played ball with that got huge. I got, I was 198 when I was taking, I'm one, my body weight's naturally 170. I was 198 benching 350 uh, as, as in college and, and, and running a four, five, four, you know, but also I was, rip it i ripped my hamstring i tore my quad i tore my tore my kill so you just have to be careful with how you're doing it and with with your size dude i don't know dude you, why you're huge regardless why you don't need anything no, I mean, like a, future. Uh, you're a monster. not huge i mean like more, more leaner i guess i i guess i have to leaner leaner Leaner, I have to quit eating steaks and eat more grass. But if you want to be a wolf, you can eat grass. So I don't know. It's like you know, it's a <laughs> I, I get you. I get you. Us us Mexicans, I always say that we get the. You ever seen Nacho Libre? You seen the movie Nacho Libre? Nacho right? Libre yeah. When we get to when we're over fifty, we start to get that Nacho Libre gut, Libre. and I even start to get it myself. And I had I had the same thing. I had to start eating more greens less less red meat less junk i'll have my sweet my sweet tea every once in a while but i can't even drink a ton of that anymore because i was looking like nacho libre man look like danny trail the danny trail gut man. <laughs> that's how us mexicans look when we start to turn so i get that man i get it it gets staying lean hey i love it uh, hey uh, you're you're going in you with the shooting uh, we haven't talked about your carry i've never ever talked to you about it. like if you're not with Canik now, then what what do you want to be with? Who what are you shooting? What's what are you you've been shooting more? What are you what's your favorite favorite firearm right. out there? A lot of our gun guys to, would like to know that. To, today I'm 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 carry uh Glock. Oh, that's a little... 19. Glock 19 Gen 4. So it's like custom made, yes. And uh, yeah, I was saying that's a custom. That's custom though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, tomorrow probably gonna carry seek. Day after tomorrow, probably I don't know, like Beretta or whatever. So Every just, day, like my wife, my wife changed purses. I, I'm changing grounds. <laughs> does your wife, is your wife shoot too? Is she carry? Uh, she, she has concealed and we, once in a while, yeah, we shoot them. But uh, I'm, shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting a lot with my oldest, oldest son. So he's okay too. Well, I, I saw that, that you missed your flight somewhere and instead you went to the range and yeah, went yeah, shooting yeah, with yeah. him. Yeah. Well, For some reason, it's like first and I hope last time in my life, I was so embarrassed. I missed my flight. Every time when I flew to Abu Dhabi or Europe, it's like a nighttime flight. Yeah. And I saw 6.40, yeah, 6.40 p.m. It was 6.40 a.m. Not oh, 18.40. I said, oh, I'm so embarrassed. They didn't change my flight. And I, you know what? Okay, it's probably 
I don't have to be there. And I went with my son. We went to hunting, actually. <laughs> By the way, I was going to say, man, I, I really don't want to. I want to be respectful of your time because I could tell this is like dad time. And, yeah, but... and you want to spend some time with your kids. And I, I completely get it. I mean, we're taping this on a Friday evening. And uh, I, I definitely want to allow you to <laughs> do what's most important for you. The last question I have, unless Chris has anything else, is like in terms of the younger fighters who who is who do you think is a force to look out for who what fighters do you think are going to have a bright future the way you had in the ufc in the coming years obviously what i really excited about uh we're talking about anyways right not 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 just anything anything that anyone that you think is is gonna be uh, great islam makachev i like uh, volkanovsky i like uh, pantera uh it's like at the sign, it's like it's number of good fighters who's like uh, who gonna have a bright future. Out of Sanya, we already Korea. know. I mean, everybody oh, yeah. knows he's gonna, you know, yeah. he already is. is and, uh, actually, my son, he's a big uh, oldest one, he's a big fan of Adesanya. He took a picture with him and yes. he was super nice to him and he was super nice to me for some reason. But uh, <laughs> yeah, hey, well, your son, this question is for your oldest son is his gun. What's his favorite gun? What's he shooting at when he's at the range? What what are you shooting, buddy? What's your favorite one that? Because I saw you, I, your dad post pictures of. What's the custom one I have? The orange. One. You have a baby desert eagle. He has. Oh wow! Well, yeah. yeah, it does. Yeah. Is he? Is he? Are you? Are you shooting better than your dad, brother? Or hey, are you? Is as he? Actually, you know what? Uh, I I don't know. Do you know? Uh, uh Sean Sloan. He's a what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I went to shoot once to to his place. It was right before my fight. You, some people came to shoot me, uh, shoot some videos about <laughs> yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> and he started shooting. And he started calling him sniper. He like I gave him my rifle. He like hit like every single play, uh, nice. still play, played. And I lost him sixty bucks. He's kind of yeah. Oh, yeah that's now, 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 now he called him uh, sniper. Andre sniper on last. Yes, Andre yeah. sniper. That's actually a pretty cool last name. I like that. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, Sean's a good dude. Sean, that's cool. Yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean, yeah, Sean's, yeah, Sean's yeah. top notch, top notch guy. Well, brother, yeah, yeah, brother. I, I, we, you know, I'm, I'm with Ian. I appreciate. It. I get you with dad time. I got to go pick up my son from school. From a, uh, my wife's coaching volleyball. He's cool. He, they're already oh, school. No, they're start. My wife coaches the volleyball team. My daughter plays on. So my young ah. guy, my young guy has to go hang out. And I know he's just he's just bored out of his mind because he's having to sit there watching the girls play volleyball right now so i <laughs> i gotta go pick him up when we're done here but but i i i'm the same with ian watching you i really the dad post the view father showing being an example that's 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 awesome dude and i really Thank think that i see that and i know ian obviously seeing that i think that's what more people we need to see not just they look at me how cool i am it's hey look how good of a father and that's good I, look what we're doing not that you're you're bragging about being a father, which you should. We should all brag about being fathers because that's the greatest thing in the world. But yeah. you're, you're like, hey, man, I missed my flight with my son. So what I do? <laughs> we went and had father-son time at the range. That's cool. That's yeah. badass. So, yeah. dude, you're, yeah. you're 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 the man, and you're always welcome in Kansas to come to come shoot. And whenever you have a fight in Kansas 100%. City, <laughs> of course, it's a, it's a hands down for sure. You got two tickets. Thanks, my brother. I appreciate so it. Cool, it's man. good seeing you. And you have my cell now, so feel free to give it out to anybody. I hope so. You're not going to change tomorrow again because you gave me this one. So <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I, I thought, I swear, I thought I'd give it to you. I just like, holy shit, I haven't gotten a, Andre's going to kill me. I, I, so sorry, dude. No, I have a lot of respect and uh, 
thank you very much that like uh, hanging out with you guys it was a pleasure and uh, it's kind of for me to be on the first one and now 200 uh, episodes like yeah yeah yes yeah, so, i mean I, to, 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 to do this 200 episodes is just awesome and and the fact that we got to do the first one with you and now 200 later the, you know the, the respect is definitely mutual yes. Uh, at Andre Arlovsky on Instagram, A-N-D-R-E-I-A-R-L-O-V-S-K-I. The the uh, spelling and all that will be in the description, but Andre Arlovsky on Instagram. And I, I've said it to you before, I love your area of South Florida. I love Boca Raton, Delray Beach, Boynton Beach. So if I'm ever there, I'm going to hit you up, man. I think it'd be cool to do 100%. another in-studio at some point. So. so you send me, that's your cell to you, right? Yes, that's my cell. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I'll definitely Thank be out there again at some point. It's been a couple of years, but I love that area, man. It's a great area. And and if you're in Kansas, I I have my own studio now. So when you're when you're <laughs> nowhere Kansas, you will do it in studio. One. If you don't if mind, if I'm going to be in Kansas, better I meet you at the range, not at any. Yeah, well, studio. the range is just down the road. That's the thing. Where I live, I'm my uh, okay, your, nice. Your neighborhood is probably bigger than the town I live in, brother. So it's just down the road, <laughs> man. So, uh, but yeah, man, I love you, man, and and you be safe, okay? And and I, you're doing awesome with the kids and. You're always welcome. Whenever you're in, in the Midwest, you just let me know. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. Thank you. God bless Thank you, Andre. Andre. Appreciate okay, it, man. That's all for this episode of Battleline Podcast. But we're always posting new content on social media. Follow us on Instagram at Battleline Podcast and on Twitter at Battleline Pod. That's an order. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes up every Tuesday. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast platform of choice. Believe in yourself. Face all challenges head on. And as always, never quit.